0: Eat. Up. Welcome to Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. I'm Stephanie March. I am here being joined by Ms. Molly Herman today. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. You are, of course, the uh, the maven behind Kitchen in the Market in maven. the Midtown Global Market. I like that. I'll take Maven. The Kitchen Maven. Uh, and we are here, and my weather report is, hmm, it's a little sprinkly <laughs> out. About, a little bit. To, about to get more sprinkly. We're well, yeah, a little sprinkly out. There's some, there's some stuff moving over it. Uh, I'm just feeling bad for all the festivals and everything else today. Just yeah. going to pull a little damper. I thought that they were supposed to move through this morning and then clear out. And I was thinking, still time to go hit like corn
1: days or garlic fest or something like that. And well, it's been a little, the weather reports have been a little off. I mean, yeah. like the the rain has either been slower coming in or it's come in a little bit quicker. You know, I yeah, who knows? I just wait and see what's going to happen it, now. It pretty point. much is like a wait and see situation. Yeah. So hopefully you're
0: sitting there with your cup of tea or your cup of coffee and you're hanging out with the weekly dish. Just figuring out what your day is going to be like. Um, I will say this is a nice time if it is a little bit, uh, you know, like this outside. Good time to hit the farmer's market. Not as busy. That's true. Yeah, put on a hat, put on a raincoat, Raincoat. and hit it up, because
1: those are covered, usually. (laughs) Yeah, and and there'll be more there, because there's not as many people.
0: Right, so that's always nice. I always, I miss it. I miss my window, because I go on Sundays, because of the show. I don't usually go right after here, because we're doing podcast stuff, but then I miss it. (laughs) So on Sundays, I sleep in a little too much, or else I... (laughs) Or else, I go for a run that lasts
1: a little too long. I've been neglectful this year. I think this is the first year that I've I've really not hit the farmers' markets. Yeah. Uh, in any way, any shape capacity. No, yeah, I, don't I know, know why. Well, we traveled a lot at the beginning of summer. You and did, so, and then I think you know once you have a bunch of travel, you like sort of we we've been homebodies a little bit. Like we yeah. haven't been going out on the weekends. So,
0: um, I uh, yeah no, it's it, it's a it's a this is a weird weekend. This is a weird week. Actually, I feel like. It's real quiet. I feel like a lot of people are out of town. Everyone kind of has taken that last week of July, first week of August, and they scoot yep. in there. And it's. I think it's because like summer sports are kind of done and wrapped up. Mm-hmm. You're not really into the fall thing yet. It's, you know, Schools family obligations not have starting. Usually for th- another
1: week or two. Yeah, I've been checked off. When does Minneapolis start? Actually, for the first time in the anytime I can remember is after Labor Day now. Oh, they they've always been they like went the week back, huh? before. Yeah. But I think they swapped, like our neighbors go to a dinah. Yeah. Cause their dad teaches there and they're starting like the 16th. They're, I mean, it's weird. They're starting a lot earlier than we are huh. this year.
0: Yeah. No, we're still on the old, uh, we'll, we've never, or it never changed. It's always, always just been, been Labor Day after Labor Day. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that makes fine. sense to me. It's but so you know, they fun. have all these weird bus sharing situations they have to do now. So I don't know if that's, I don't know.
0: Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. And anybody who doesn't live in your neighborhood, (laughs) they don't know or they don't care. So that's the thing that I will say. I try not to try and talk too much about school stuff because... Literally, it's only about where you live and, and your yeah. specific things. And it feels like everybody else is very obsessed with all these things. I just went to a party at, like, you know, not too long ago, and it was like these women were talking all about the Minneapolis school districts and like where to send their kids, and they were there's all of this talk oh, of yeah. like which school in which neighborhood, and I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: I got See, nothing on this. Here's a here's a prime example of not having that many choices makes your life easier. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Simplification. You will go here (laughs) because
0: it is that's the only school where you will go
1: that's the only school (laughs)
0: um it's kind of silly to me that this is the there's only two of these shows until we go to the state fair like it's this show and then next week i think we have uh uh, you know hans is still not here and then um but we got another co-host and then and then it's the state fair and then it's state fair every single day and then it's state fair for all the things it's weird everyone keeps asking me are you ready and i'm like i don't get ready until the day before like you, don't, you I, don't. I mean, I am ready. Do
1: a little like uh, stomach buildup, like. Well, I am trying.
0: To, <laughs> I am trying like to eat more salads. Stamina. I'm really trying to sweats. It's just really about more salads right now. It's really about like. Do <laughs> whatever right you can to beat stuff. the sodium down. Yes. Until it's ready to ramp it up. That's true. It's just that I get it. I know it. I know, it. I know it's coming. don't you think like that's kind of the thing it's like i'm not dieting i'm just i'm like in training mode i think you know where it's like and i do i like there's times where i like there's days where like at lunch the other day i just wasn't in for the whole bottle of wine at lunch you know i was like i'm just gonna take a break from it yeah and so that's kind of a i can do those things yes you can i know i'm available uh let's talk about what did you eat this
1: week uh, a couple of things. We had a lovely patio lunch at Sixsmith. Yeah, it was did. nice. Mm-hmm. You know how you had a little salad. You were true on your salad front. You had a I salad. Did. You were there. You saw me eat a salad. Yeah, I eat a lot of
0: salads, but I also feel like my salads are not like fair <laughs> <spare> salads because <laughs> there's a lot of blue cheese and yeah, bacon. You want to fill up? I there's mean, you, like you do love there.
1: a good cob salad. I've oh, got a cob is we're, like, forget it. We, like we both dive, are fans of the Cobb salad. I will die with a cheeseburger in one hand and a cob salad in the other. And so, in a change of role, I had the cheeseburger. Yeah, you that is. And you had, you had the-, the cheeseburger and I had the Cobb <laughs> salad. I- Although it was a wedge, it wasn't a Cobb. Yes, it was a wedge. But, but with all the Cobby things. <clears throat> right. Uh, you had a dinner, I'd turn it into a Cobb. Right. So that was the... I mean, they have a lovely patio. The weather was gorgeous. and that's a, Yeah, the weather that's the last couple thing. days, I think that's also why it's okay if today turn,
0: turns into kind of a meh, because I think the last couple days have been spectacular. Yeah. And you feel like you got
1: to do all the things when it's spectacular weather. Yeah, don't right? you? You're and not allowed so, to sit on a couch. Yeah. No. For, no. W- no way. So my husband came home, like, early yesterday, like... I won't say in case it's employers listening. I guess I shouldn't do that. Anyway, <laughs> but he's like, we're going for a family bike ride. And I'm like, okay, 12 miles later. Uh, yeah, your husband's a little bit more athletic than you. He, he I mean, is, in just in his intensity. He's an Energizer bunny. And I said, yes, can we go on a relaxing, you know, bike ride? But, he, you know, Keith doesn't do relaxing taxi no, very well. He doesn't. So, anyway, it was all good. It was beautiful. Beautiful weather. Humidity was down. Yeah. But my prize at the end was, was we got to eat at Oloripa. Oh, nice. Which I hadn't been to in a while. And I don't. Since three do, right? I have not been since the redo. It was one of those places that we used to go to a lot, you know, and then you just sort of fall out of that pattern. Mm -hmm. Um, Delicious food, but that there's like this cabbage cortito salad. Have you had it recently? No. It is so good. No, I haven't been since they've done the stuff. I should go back. It's good. It has a little bit of a darker, more resorty vibe. Right. So this is Ola Rapa on Nicollet 35th. 35th, is mm-hmm. that it, right?
0: And of course, they're the ones who own Hi-Hi, which is, it's kind of like the little red-headed steps, or it's like the little sister, you know? Like, actually, Hi-Hi is fancier and crazier and busier. Right. It's like, you know, and then Ola is kind of sitting there, the older sister, going like, no, no, I'm still good. Oh, and
1: she still is really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really good. uh So this Cortito salad, it is just like, it's cabbage, it's crunchy, it's ground cherries and it's this beautiful slab of like seared panella which is like you know like a, a cheese. Um, cheese but they must make it in house cuz it was super airy and light oh, really? and usually like a you know commercial grade panella is more dense yeah it's spongy yeah so You know, Christine and Burke, if you're listening, text me and let me know if they make it (laughs) in-house. Or just text me how you make it in-house. Or where you get it. Yeah. Uh, But it is like the perfect salad to balance all of those like braised meats and beans. And it was delicious.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that was worth the bike ride. Do you, and because you're gluten-free, mm-hmm. the urepas, are they gluten-free or are they not? They
1: are. Everything in the restaurant pretty much is gluten-free. I actually like the tostones. Yeah. So twice-fried plantains, green plantains, not sweet plantains, for those of you that are not as familiar. But, um, you know, that you fry them, smash them, fry them again, so they're like these sort of... Discs that can convey anything you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they have a vegetarian version and then a braised beef tamarind sauce, pickled onion. Oh yeah, so good, so good, so so good. Oh good. Okay. Well, I ate this week at
0: Van. I had a little preview That's of right. the new seafood spot, which i we've talked about on the show a little bit. Um, it's out in Spring Park, which is kind of in between Orno and Mound, out in like Minnetonka area. So out there. Yeah, and it's it's a weird spot. I'm not gonna lie. It's like the middle. It's kind of off of. You know, the 51, which is the big one that kind of winds around the lake and uh the road. And it's sort of in this, it's in the bottom of like this building and it used to be a called Tonka Barbecue Grill. Okay. And it was kind of a dirty, weird place. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, the chef, Eric, he is like, yes, he had to scrub the heck out of that place. Well, and, think about going back to Hi-Hi. Oh, it was a strip club. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do a lot of deep cleaning. <laughs> um, and so it's, but it's really cute. And it's really airy. And it's this kind of a spare room. There's not a lot of keys, which is actually kind of nice. It's kind of calming. Yeah. Really great tables, really great comfortable chairs. And then is have, it right on the lake like you have lake views you're not, or you, you have views across like okay. if there's a road between you and the lake. Got it. But you're it's, there. You're there. And and what I love is he's opened the windows or he's got these big windows, and then he's oriented the table so that even two tops are sitting at four top tables. They're all four tops. Okay. And they're all rounds. So hmm. even two will be sitting at a four top and you're facing you're sitting outward like cafe. Oh, it's very cafe
1: bistro yeah, style. Yeah, feel. Like, yeah. So
0: you're like staring out at the lake, even if you're sitting the two of you. That's nice. I know. I thought that was a sweet move. Yeah. And it feels so we were there for a preview and
1: the um, food looked gorgeous. Oh, it's way.
0: it's stunning. It's I can't believe that like we get that out, you know, that way. You know, we have Belcor. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's the closest thing we have to it. And Belcour is going to definitely be French and definitely have, you know, all the bells and whistles. This is just a little bit more spare of an experience, but mm-hmm. it's also a little quieter and a little easier and a little bit more able to make it yours. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Like Belcour has all of the feelings and you know what it is when you walk in and there's, you know, there's definite structure to it all. This is a little bit looser, but um I feel like. We walked in and like we were sitting there for a preview and then a couple had walked in and I think that they were not invited, but they were like in the neighborhood open. and they yeah. were off the lake, you know, so yeah. they were in there like, you know, sweatshirt and, and lake shorts and this, you know, the guys in his windbreaker
1: and all the rest. And they were like, yeah. And they felt just as fine sitting down and having dinner. Okay. So So, fancy, but you don't have to dress up.
0: Right. I will say there was Bill Somerville and his date were next to us and he was in a coat and she was in this gorgeous jumper and you know what I mean? Like there were people who were tonied up and there were people who were just chilled out, but it didn't, you know, it didn't matter. The wine list is spectacular. And it looks just beautiful and I'm very excited about it. Who's so, their psalm? Do you know? I don't know. I'm not sure if it was Somerville or not, quite honestly, okay. because he was there. <laughs> right. But yet but they have a psalm on staff. And mm-hmm. she actually talked to us. I you know, of course, I if you have a Psalm on staff, I'm gonna use her. Yeah. And so I always say, I asked I asked about what the good wines were, and then he's the, our server said, Here, let's let me send you our psalm over. And she was lovely and perfect, and she she recommended a great bottle of wine. So really, really and, and I, you know, it's like to be able to get seared scallops and halibut and uni and hamachi and that octopus looked gorgeous the octopus was spectacular so if you're into seafood they have a mushroom dish too that was just decadent as all get out you know there's a Mm -hmm. lot of different and there's duck on the menu as well you're not going to find a burger you're probably not going to get a steak either right and that's you are just but it's really it's a fun different way of looking at dining especially out there okay where there's like you know my favorite the narrows okay we're gonna take a quick break you guys when we come back we're actually going to talk about uh we have some great stuff today we're going to talk about the um we're going to talk a lot about some chain restaurants and we're going to talk about the industry and then we're going to talk about some cooking stuff so we are the weekly dish brought to you by alberto mercado and we'll be right back Do you need a PPC for your AC, ASAP? Say that five times fast. That's a peak performance check for your air conditioner to make sure it's handling this summer heat. At Aquarius Home Services, we know your AC has been working really hard. It's been a hot summer with more hot days yet to come. For only $29, get a peak performance check and get the most from your A.C. this summer. Stay cool and worry-free with a $29 PPC on your A.C. We're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. Okay, so we don't often talk about uh, chain restaurants or fast food on the show. Because it's a known quantity, quite honestly, and it's maybe not as healthy to eat free, you know, as as in, in a lot of ways and for, you know, the way that it's just not good to eat it all the time. But it's part of our food environment. But it is, and there's a lot of things that are really interesting, and especially as far as business goes, I mm-hmm. think it's really, really interesting to see a national impact of you know, food makers and food sellers. Um, I'm going to tell you, there's a couple things happening in the big world of food news and the chains, which is also why I wanted to put on the Facebook page, I did put a question out there for you guys to weigh in since we're talking about fast food stuff. Um, We're asking about what are your fast food guilty pleasures. We all know Shanson, shame eats Taco Bell in her car. (laughs) And that Smirchy loves uh, Culver's Double Deluxe Burger like none other Oh, God, I love that burger. Um, But I want to know what your fast food order is or what your go-to fast food is over on the Facebooks. Do you want me to tell you? Money? No, I'm going to have you hold. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I'm in a
1: holding pattern. You're in.
0: You're in holding. Some people have said pa- Popeye's mac and cheese, which is I didn't even think of. I don't even have a Popeye's like habit yet. And then uh, Kathy, Kathy said one dollar tacos at Burger King. She's up for the one dollar tacos. They have tacos? She, they just launched them, and she said I grew up in California eating Jack in the Box tacos, and these BK ones are pretty close to that experience. Huh.
1: One dollar tacos at BK. I know. Okay, it scares I know. me. There, well, we're going to talk a little bit later, but this whole pricing thing, oh, the cost of food. Okay, this is where fast food. Is, well, I mean, right. is, is deceiving.
0: Well, nacho supreme and a chili cheese burrito from Taco Bell would get Hanson in an uproar. She'd love that. Hush puppies at John Silver's. Chili, Chilitos at Zontigo. I don't have a Zontigo thing either. That's a very
1: small chain. I don't I think, think I've ever been there. It's a northern. Mexican chain, I think. Well so is Taco Johns. I had never yeah, heard of Taco. Taco John's, John's is totally definitely here. no for sure. What but what do then, they call their little potato things? Potato Olays. Oh potato There They're there.
0: Uh and then there's and then Barbara says nothing like a good like a quarter pound of cheese, one every few months at the most though. So good. And it's so funny because I was telling the boys last night and the reason this comes up is because last night I was with the teenagers and they found coupons. And they found coupons that would allow them to get 100 chicken nuggets for twenty dollars.
1: <laughs> and it that's was like, called
0: pooling your resources. It was like buy ten get ten free. Yeah. And so that's what they did. They went. They ordered 100 amazing. chicken nuggets from the McDonald's, and they were laughing. And it was they brought them home, and it was like the spoils of the rich. You know, they like put them in a big bowl, and it was just a big dip fest, and it was just funny. So how many boys? I don't know. I don't know a bunch. You know, we had the Brayden, we had the Marshall. I just meant like, are they eating 20 a piece? Oh, you actually think there's like, no, it's like shovel, shovel, shovel. (laughs) And of course I was there. I was eating the chicken nuggets. (laughs) Not saying I felt great this morning, but I haven't had a chicken nugget in I don't know how long. And let's also be clear that these boys do not like the burgers. They don't eat burgers from burgers. They don't eat McDonald's food. Most of them are pretty... Where was it from? Was it McDonald's? McDonald's? It was McDonald's. When I say chicken nuggets, McNuggets. McNuggets. You didn't say McNuggets. You're right. I didn't say McNuggets. It's my bad. But the whole point is like, I was kind of thinking about fast food. And then today is also, or this weekend now, we have finally launched, Burger King has launched the Impossible Burger. So now you can get the Impossible Whopper and the Plain Whopper. Do you think you're going to go give it a shot? No. No.
1: (laughs) Is that quick enough for you? Yep. Uh, I think what it does for, you know, like my husband Keith is a vegetarian. It gives him an option on the road or on the fly, but he's not really a fast food guy either.
0: No. No, and I think that's been the... Well, okay, so here's... I love this, The Takeout, which is a great website, but they say, let's give you 30 seconds of context. Breaking through to the meat-free crowd has been the holy grail of fast food chains for decades, right? They've always been trying to do this. Any vegetarian entrees they test marketed were treated as novelty, didn't stay on the menu. Um, They came up with 100 reasons why those failed, but nothing tasted good, basically. If you really want to get down to it, they didn't know how to make fast taste good. But then Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat roared onto the scene over the past couple of years, and the companies have produced these plant-based burger patties that replicated the flavor and texture of beef, beef closer to anything that's been there before. Um, that a faux burger could taste pretty close to a real-deal burger was one significant psychology hurdle for consumers
1: to overcome, and now people love them, right? So my question is, is like, I, I don't think that you know people that don't eat meat want their burgers to taste like meat. You think that... So, So really, they're appealing to customers that maybe they still want the convenience of the fast food, but they're trying to be healthier.
0: I think you are wrong in the fact that there is an entire generation that have switched to being... That were not raised, that don't have a thing against the flavor
1: of meat. They're doing it for a reason. They are going
0: meatless for the environment, well, or they're most, going for most health. people
1: do go vegetarian for a reason. But my point is, is if you've been vegetarian for a long time, like, you... But that's what I'm you saying like is there's that this is taste. there's a lot of
0: people who are who are hearkening back to the meat
1: days, okay. who are wanting that taste. Okay, when Allie Kaplan comes in, we're gonna. She's
0: never her. eaten meat, ever. She's never eaten meat. She's no ever. So she's Even no. When she was little. No, she has no memory of this, and she's okay. gonna call her text and get mad at me for saying all these things. Me. But I'm just telling <laughs> you, you that that's that's her. That's what I'm saying. This is not the vegetarian who is who is like been born and bred and is is completely. You know, committed like to the cause. yeah. This is someone who is saying, I, you know, what I'm gonna give up meat because of the environment, because of, and I'm gonna eat meatless Mondays, or I'm gonna, or I'm gonna eat more, less meat because right. of this. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's more of the casual, but I don't think that it's not. I think it's, but I think it's also people who remember back, who have quit, but remember back and want that nostalgia. Okay. That's the deal. I think it's the nostalgia of it, it's not necessarily. You know, like, they hate the taste of meat. They're doing it for another reason, I guess. Right. I guess we're saying the same thing. Um, As usual. Yeah. (laughs) Different ways. Um, But the thing is that comes... So the thing is, is that uh, I'm interested to see a taste test. And if someone has out there tasted the Impossible Whopper against the actual Whopper, and if you are a normal Whopper eater, I guess, is how I would rather... Or if you're, I guess that's the thing is I would like to know for people who are maybe doing that, like right. kind of seeing, cause you're right. Allie Kaplan ha- has no desire to get that kind of a burger because she doesn't have that in her lifestyle. Right. Right. So, but I'm interested in, okay, we do have Patty and she's on the line. She's going to give us the what's up. What's up, Patty?
1: Hey, I tried the impossible Whopper last night. What
0: did you think?
1: Um, I have been plant-based for two years for health reasons. Okay. I can't yeah. tolerate animal protein. And it was heavenly. It was oh, a little salty. Oh, good! But it tasted like a whopper. I mean, it didn't have quite. I mean, I've had Impossible products before, but if you get it without mayo, it's plant-based and it's you know it's not healthy. And yeah. No one, no one says it is. Yeah. But it was it was just it was reminiscent of bygone days, I guess. For yeah. Me, so. Well, there you go. There's it was the nostalgia, nostalgia thing,
0: right? It yeah. made you feel like you were back in that little bit of a of a place for a little time, yes. right?
1: And it's. You know, when you're traveling and there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a good option for that. Yeah. Because it does mm-hmm. have protein. So, I agree with that. I don't
0: know. It was good. All right. Thanks I love it. In. Thanks, Patty. I appreciate it. I think that's the thing. It feels like a Whopper. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to be an exact match. And it, I think for people who haven't had a Whopper in a long time, or like a fast food, double quarter pounder that whole thing,
1: I think it feels like it. Well, and I think, I mean, obviously the convenience is a big factor, but how much does the Impossible Whopper cost versus the regular Whopper do I don't know about that? that. Nope, I do
0: not okay, know. Oh I'm wait, it says Chicago area Burger King. This person visited the Impossible Whopper cost five fifty nine and 30 cents more with cheese, which is I think a little bit more expensive than the other
1: Whoppers. I, don't they sell Whoppers for like two bucks or I something don't know. ridiculous? I know.
0: Well, that's I always think of the double cheeseburger on the dollar menu at McDonald's, yeah. but this is different. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, just letting you know, uh, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk a little bit more about some interesting restaurant news and the kind of the state of restaurants, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about some chain stuff. So we'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish, brought to you by Alberto Mercado. My- Good morning and welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Molly Herman this morning. Guten Morgen, everyone. Guten Morgen. And we are, uh, we're talking about something we don't often talk about, which is fast food and chain restaurants. And we wanted to let you know that there's a poll going on over on the Facebook page about what your favorite uh, chain restaurant or fast food, really, uh, guilty pleasure or just loud and proud flag that you're flying, I guess, your fast food flag, flying your fast food flag. However you're feeling it. fast food Say that five times fast. Yeah. I wanted to also, before we got into a couple of other things we want to talk about today, I wanted to to ask you about this. Did you hear that Pizza Hut has announced that they are closing over 500 dine-in locations around the country? And uh, Yum Brand CEO Greg Creed, he talks about transitioning to a more modern delivery and carryout focused asset base.
1: So really they're just following Domino's model.
0: Who? What? What? So really, they're just Domino's? going to follow
1: Domino's model because that's all Domino's is—is is delivery and carry out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think they're following everybody's model. Yeah. I think everybody's moving to the fact that I think that for pizza, especially, they were the anomaly, but they were the first—they were the originators of like pizza restaurants, right? And oh, then I remember plenty everybody of everybody else had dinners. Yeah,
1: well, and this is my point. So you do have Pizza Hut memories as a kid. Oh yeah, like as a tennis team in high school, we would all go there afterwards and you know put all the tables together, and yeah, that was where we would go.
0: And you're in the South, just to clarify yep. for people, this is yep. also not, you know, I always like to access your childhood memories to make sure that we're nationally represented. Sure. Cause different chains,
1: different places. Different.
0: Can I tell you though, the one thing that is really funny is that it is the Twitterverse kind of responded with the notes to the, how they were doing. And it seems that they were nostalgic over time spent going for the buffet and playing the games and the loss of a favorite local spot where, uh, where after sports activities it seems that it was ah, a big team exactly what we did i know and i think about that too in that's soccer so tournaments to, we yeah. used to go to you know because it's easy and there was like you can get pizzas think about it there's not that i mean there's high-end pizza restaurants right we're talking young Joni
1: and hello right, pizza but Those weren't around at the time
0: no but that's what i'm saying yeah. it's like right now the current landscape is like you have your high-end pizza restaurants mm-hmm. and then you have but we don't really have like pizza shops
1: like we used to Well, I think there's some local ones, you know, like Fat Lorenzo's and Parkway Pizza and, uh, like, local pizza. Those are tiny, yeah, small. But
0: they're not not chains. Right. Well, no, I know. But, yeah, so, like, there's, but is there, is there pizza restaurants anymore? I mean, that you're thinking about. Like, think of the, like, kind of
1: average Joe pizza restaurants. I suppose Carboni's is the big chain locally. And you can eat in at Carboni's, can't you? Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, Fat Lorenzo's and Parkway, you can still do that, too. Yeah, Um, I'm saying that I'm just saying as far as like the proliferation of stuff, you
0: know, like the bigger scape of things. It's not a lot of like how many burger places can you go sit and eat in
1: a lot? Here's another one that I had never heard of till we moved here. Pizza Ranch. Yeah. Pizza Ranch is a pizza buffet. Is that what it is? Yeah. I've only seen them. I've never been in. Well, oh, I guess
0: there's that Cece's, right? Cece's oh, is, is yeah. a pizza buffet. Yeah, I guess I don't... Yeah, the weird thing about it... I guess it's strange when you think about a pizza buffet, but it's really not strange because that's what a
1: slice shop is. If you go to New York, there's yeah. slice shops everywhere. Sure. But there's not like a did, restaurant. Did you guys have Hungry Howie's up here? I don't think we did. Okay, so that was more of a southern chain. And it was it was like the subway of pizzas. So it was like bright yellow and there were tables, but they wanted a fast turnover. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, so I don't that have any was, uh, hungry Howie's, huh? You, you could do, you know, carry out delivery, but you could eat in if you wanted to. Rocky Rococo's. Did you ever a Rocky Rococo's? Oh, Rocky Rococo's was like that sort of
0: thick Italian, I don't remember, it was Wisconsin and in, in Illinois area, I feel okay. like. And then there's, here's the other thing is like, but there's like, I guess that's it. I guess there's people who have pizza on their menu and then that that's kind of their thing Mm -hmm. or their, but like, that's the weird thing about Pizza Hut's closing is that it's like they had dine-in places and yet they were
1: also major players in delivery, right? Well, And they were the only game in town for a long time, right? Like they were the only place you could get delivery from unless there was a local shop that was doing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's weird to think of, like, we used to go with... I mean, yeah, like, there was one in Excelsior when I was growing up, and we would go after the movie or before the movie at the dock. Yeah. No,
1: I, and I then the they red that vinyl uh, seats with the wood backs, that's what I...
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Well, and there was a move that they were trying to rebrand with the red roof a little bit harder. And it was sort of a throwback to that. Like a like earlier this summer again. they talked about rebranding, okay. you know, like kind of coming back to the red roof. But that to me says location and dine-in right. and everything right, right. else. And so then it's like, you know, the fact that but let's be clear, Pizza Hut currently operates seven thousand Four hundred and ninety-six restaurants across the nation.
1: So they're not doing. So they're really coming down to seven thousand. So not. (laughs) I mean, like it's four hundred that are closing. Also, they're owned by Yum Yum Brands. uh, Mm -hmm. Yum Brands. What else does that encompass?
0: Uh, Yum Brands is pretty big. You might have to look it up. I think that's the. I think they own. God, Burger King got sold a couple times. Wasn't that
1: Pizza or Pepsi too at one point?
0: Yeah, Pepsi. I'm not sure. You have to look it up.
1: Okay, I don't have all the lists of
0: all those things, Um, but. Yeah, I do believe that that's the carryout. I also think pizza is super personal and and locational, like regional in terms of it's hard for you to drive past one, like two pizza shops that are good in order to
1: get to like a pizza restaurant that you would patronize. So if it's not in your area. It's only three. It's KFC, Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. That's all under Yum Brands. Okay, there you go. But they're a big like they're a big player. They're not going to really be hurting. No,
0: no, 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 no. I mean, it's a a change, but it's not that drastic of a change. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to talk about, and as far as chain restaurants go, is that uh, Chipotle is testing a replacement for queso because <laughs> the queso gig
1: has been a long journey for these guys. It's so interesting to me. Now, I mean, we go to Chipotle quite a bit Yeah, because this is the that's new, that's probably my fast, my fast food that I would say that's, that's where we, we get them all the time. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, that's the new after sports hangout, right? Yeah. We used to get a pizza hut. Now everybody sort of goes to Chipotle. Um, I've never had the queso there, so I don't even know if it was good. But they were getting customer oh, complaints. So yeah. it, how, how bad did the queso have to be to get it customer complaints? It was pretty complaints? bad. It was bad. It, it was like, like grainy. Oh, it was grainy. grainy and weird,
0: and it was just like the consistency was all wrong. They just couldn't nail the queso because, of course, I think they were trying to do it the right way and make it naturally, make it real, and not like make it like in a in a commissary somewhere way else. And then you know, right? Because they do to make, make it things, in restaurant. Yeah, meaning. and in so restaurant. the
1: techniques that the you know. Employees have it at Chipotle for something that needs to emulsify like that may yeah. not be always there every single time. Got but
0: it. so they they uh, they're testing it right now in Dallas, Detroit, and San Diego. They released the first queso in September of 2017, but had so much negative feedback they had been tweaking the recipe. Um, they said that uh, they might also they're going to have uh, additional menu or he's several menu additions. Yeah, like last carne asada. Month. I think so, yeah, yeah, in, carne asada. Take option, yeah. So that's kind of interesting, um, but they're. Try- I think the funny thing about the queso thing is how I don't know. I don't. I never thought it was that big of a deal. I guess people. I like queso, but I don't like queso on my burrito. But I've watched people do it. I've watched people in line put
1: queso on top of their burrito, like in their. In like over the meat. In the okay, like so it's inside the burrito. They're not wrapping the burrito and then putting the queso on top, like a uh -uh. smothered sort of thing. Mm -mm. But I I don't. I I bet you could ask for that, though. You could. I'm sure you. Could, that would make it really. I guess That's if you're going to eat in, situation. if
0: you're going to yeah. dine in, and you're not going to take it to and go. not try to sneak it into a movie put it theater. into <laughs> your purse and then get into a movie theater.
1: <laughs> like people who shop in am Now I'm just. My
0: whole life has changed because I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Because <laughs> now they're going to search my bag and whatever. Life is so hard. I know it's really hard when you can't get what you want all the time. Um. All right, so those were the kind of the big chain restaurant things We do want to talk a little bit more there's one thing I want to let you guys know before we take a break, and we are going to do the ask Stephanie portion so you guys can call 651-641-1071 if you have any questions or comments, but did you know that Minneapolis has recently banned any more drive through windows in I mean they're no- any new no yes any they're new. the first major American city to ban new drive through windows? Minneapolis. So it's a big stance. It is a big stance. It's like other big cities, you know, we have already, Minneapolis has already limited drive throughs to specific areas and banned them for p- pedestrian friendly districts because of that, but because it's a new, nu- it's a nuisance. Um, island cars ratchet up traffic and noise and they make streets less friendly to walk for bikers, but, um, they apparently they don't receive many applications to take for windows for businesses to open drive throughs but they're saying that uh other than like Walgreens, Starbucks and bank of America, but they're saying that they are the, this is the largest American city to enact a ban. And it's largely because of it's, it's the environment. Well,
1: and I think Minneapolis is uniquely set up for this because we have such great access to bike lanes and bike trails. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, so people have other ways of getting around and our trans our Metro transit is really good. Um, so for some cities, this is not even possible.
0: No, no. And, and I mean, it's is important to understand. Right. This is although, the, you know, of course, people are saying so. It's Lisa Bender, councilman who first uh, sponsored the ordinance back in 2016, which failed. But now it's passed. Um, of course. It, the convenience aspect of it. Um, the wa- local Walgreens developer told the paper that parents especially preferred being able to pick up what they need from their cars with sick kids.
1: I I totally did the Walgreens drive-through yeah. many times. Oh my I god, so
0: many times! And then you got to understand, like we're talking ATMs, we're talking, we're talking everything. This is not just fast food. And so think about this: Does anybody really want to walk up to an ATM on a bitter winter night and stand exposed,
1: waiting for cash in the cold? But this doesn't mean that the current drive throughs are going away. No, no. So you can still find drive throughs They're just yes. not going to be building new. They're just ways. not going to be. Just, just, so it's the developers are ratcheting yeah. up the fear.
0: And then we're all going, yeah, I got it. It's good. And also this is just Minneapolis. Yeah, This is not, I mean, the suburbs, you all are fine with your driving and your cars. Cause I'm one of them and I'm fine with that. That's fine. And there's a lot of space. There's enough space. It's not pedestrian friendly out there. anyway. It's very true. <laughs> so there it is. But that I thought was interesting that, uh, They've been, uh, you know, because drive-ins are mostly associated with fast food phenomenon, and you know, McDonald's didn't open the first drive-through until 1975. But now the system accounts for the majority of its
1: business. Mm-hmm. Think about that. They were instrumental, I think, in changing the well, changing the way people eat. Yeah. Period. Because yeah. of that drive-through situation.
0: Good lord. Uh, and then, um, you know, they're saying, I guess, I guess Baldwin Park, California, did it. You know, the home of in and out Burger did it with a nine-month moratorium to curb obesity, which I think is funny because I don't think your nine months of not drive through is going to really change. fast food restaurant. Yeah, I
1: think that's kind of a... The message, silly. the message is a little muddied there.
0: Yeah, but this one was a little bit more about climate response and according to data from the EPA about emissions from idling cars, limiting drive through traffic is making them safer and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. There's the fast food news. Again, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, so feel free to give us a call. We'll be right back Go back to Weekly Dish Thanks for joining us today It is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show So feel free to give us a call 651-641-1071 Or send us a note Uh, Like Lady Kin Our friend Catherine Nelson on Twitter She sent us a note asking uh, If we have a fun new place for her To take her nieces for lunch next Saturday Who are heading off to their sophomore And senior years at college One of them is vegan Um So that's what we're looking for. Fun new place to take nieces for lunch next Saturday. One is vegan. You know, I kind of think Jay Selby's is a really fun idea because you can find it's like a casual place. You can go and get lunch. Um, You can get one of those big old burgers. You know, they get Mm -hmm. the dirt. They call it the Dirty Secret, and it's a it's like a Big Mac. Um, and yet you can also get like, you know, cauliflower, buffalo wings, you know, the food is good. It's, and you can get vegetable yeah, they have stuff, like really good smoothies and yeah, things like that. They're, they're the kind of thing where it's like, you can be an omnivore and be happy there in terms of, instead of making your vegan feel like they can be serviced like with a few things mm-hmm. somewhere else.
1: That's well, one option. Um, not new, but Birchwood cafe is kind of fun Yeah, and and they have more of a brunchy situation that you could do if you yep. wanted brunch or lunch. hmm um and it's just a nice atmosphere, kind of bright and sunny if it's a, yep. if it's a gorgeous day.
0: Yeah, I agree on those both of those. Um yeah, because that's also a great place. They have very have an, you know, an understanding of like
1: what it means to be vegan and yeah. also an, uh, also a carnivore. I would think a lot of the um, you know, if you go into the Asian genre, you can eat a little more vegan. Ish well, fish sauce. Let me think about that. Well, it depends, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, re- I'm gonna rethink that.
0: You're gonna think about that one. More. Well, yeah, I guess it really does depend on. Indian's really easy. Hmm.
1: Indian is really easy. Gorka Palace Except is one for of my favorite. Butter, Indian I guess. In s- yeah, but not all of them have the butter or cream. You know, Yeah, they that's have a lot true. Of dal and- yeah,
0: actually, the Indian cuisine is really easy mm-hmm. to do. You just have to sort of make sure that there's, you know... I mean, there's a lot of... There's weird things that people... I don't know about that I've been told by vegans. Like, for instance, margarine is not vegan. Even though it's a plant-based butter
1: spread. But it has... It uses certain animal products in like the processing yeah. yeah i'll have to look into that yeah um another option if you want something super casual is if you go to the midtown global market there are so many food choices there that Ooh, they could that's choose a good idea what they want and hot indian um has some great vegan options okay uh and then you know everybody can get whatever they want
0: that's a really good idea Catherine. i think i like that idea and she's been there because she's been to the cookbook swap Oh, there you go. There it is. Which
1: Uh, we might be having. Yeah, we are going
0: to talk about that. If you are up for cookbook swapping again, just give us the... uh, Give give us a thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up somewhere. We like that business. All right, we do have Stacy on the line. Hey, Stacy, what's going on today?
1: Oh, I can't wait for the cookbook swap. I love
0: it. So good.
1: Hey, you guys, I've got a question. I've got 20 work colleagues coming to my house for um, a little after-work gathering, and I want to cater it, but with something uh mexican spanish oriented so i don't want chipotle i'd like something a little bit more interesting because they're all coming out of town do you have any recommendations okay
0: well i do love i mean el burrito mercado is going to have you can kind of work with them to find you know like the if you want to do like a tamale bar or do something that has a lot of customizable salsas and different fresh things you can always kind of work with them on that stuff
1: you know like it doesn't have to be just straight taco bar Um, and I think that's really good. Yeah. I think, uh, Taco Cat is more like hipster Mexican food. So they have some really, um, interesting options that are not sort of your traditional. Options and toppings, they can do a nacho bar, they can do things like that. Uh, Manny's Tortoise is also a good idea with, you know, having Mexican sandwiches. Ooh, Mexican sandwiches. Which is not something that people really associate right? with Mexican. The torta is a,
0: kind of an off, you know, it's sort of off the, people don't think about it as far right. as. Right, but it's
1: um, very traditional and has those Mexican flavors and has delicious. Uh-huh. Those are great ideas. Do you think, I mean, are they traditional? I, I always associate them with the market. Do they do catering as well? They do. They do. Is this Stacey Muller? This is.
0: Oh, I didn't. I just heard Stacy. It's Wolf scale. I know we can never tell until I we did. like hear your voice <laughs> for know. a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. I appreciate good it. Luck. All right, girl. See you later. That's a good idea. I know it's hard to. I always think I don't think of a torta necessarily first. You know, as right, right. you think of tacos and tamales and you know that kind of stuff. But yeah, Alberto
1: has a whole line of things that they could. You know make things special oh, for you. I mean, that is like the traditional and beautiful. It's always going to be good. Taco Cat would be your sort of m- more, you know, different hipster ingredients and then mayonnaise would be sort of outside-the-box Mexican. The beautiful thing about a torta is it's handheld, so if you have people walking around... I was wondering also
0: if, like, Ola Arepa would do it. Like, if you would do... Like, I know it's not Mexican, it's Latin American, but there's a lot of great flavors, and instead of tacos, you could have an Arepa bar and do a whole bunch of stewed meats.
1: Yeah, Yeah. check into that, though. I know, that would be interesting. Also, uh, El Burrito Mercado, don't they do these walking taco
0: I don't know. I know that they have a taquito. They have, like, a guy who comes in and, like, sets up, like, a taco stand for you yeah you know that does in that they and then my big thing with them is like you can i mean the salsas you get to choose from and like all the all the other accoutrements amazing oh so good so so good um okay so we are again 651-641-1071 uh if you want to give us a call uh i wanted to quickly talk about a couple things that uh people were talking about how to get in the busiest restaurants i thought this was an interesting little little piece of information that Eater put out. And I was thinking about it in terms of, like, do we even have, like, crazy, busy restaurants? You know, I guess we do. We have Demi, but that doesn't count, because it's ticketed,
1: you it's know? It's ticketed. I think... um I think there are some that are still hard to get into, but a lot of it is that they don't take reservations.
0: Right. No, I mean, that's the whole thing. They're saying, like, well, what do you do when you go? Like, what are some tactics you can do if there's no reservations, like, to be able to, like, yeah. get in? Like, Young Joni was, like, a big one that people like, oh, you can never get into Young Joni. So these guys have some tips, and I think they're kind of true. And it kind of goes along with what we were saying as far as rainy days. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good time to hit the market today. Guess what? It's a good time to hit, you know, a a place where it doesn't take reservations today because... People People cancel. Yeah, they well, they just kind of, they don't go, you know, and so they kind of hunker down. Um, But so, literally, a rainy day is a good day to go. The first Uh, snow is a good time to try to get into, like,
1: a really fancy restaurant that you've been wanting to get into. I
0: love this, too, the big TV season finale. Like, Game of Thrones night, you could have hit any restaurant and been great. Super Bowl, election night. Well, a lot of places do close on things like Super Bowl, you know, like the big ones, those kind of things. But election night is a good one, too. But, like, a lot of the TV things, like, if you don't watch that finale Mm -hmm. kind of a thing, but it's, like, in the zeitgeist, like, I don't know, The Bachelorette is also a big one, I guess. A lot of people watch that. I do not. (laughs) Um, All right, there you go, you guys. We're going to take a quick break, and we come back. We're going to have the second hour. We're going to talk less about restaurants and more about cooking and food. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish, out to you by El Burrito Mercado.
1: This is a summer to stay connected locally. From the pandemic to protests to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on Pod MN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota-made podcasts on one app. Current events, health information, political talk. Plus you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more. Pod MN also comes with listener rewards. In July you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more, just for listening. Download Pod MN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting podmn.com. Minnesota Podcasts, live here.